0: Welcome to another inspirational podcast at Real Life Church. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Church Online. I welcome each and every one of you here. And if you're feeling anxious, maybe you feel overwhelmed in this season, Man, relax, take a deep breath. Man, I believe the peace of God can be with you this morning. I know sometimes I feel like you can feel God's spirit or see God moving in this season, but I believe it all begins with the perspective of praise. Today, we're going to talk about it. Man, Paul locked in a prison cell and how he unlocked the miracle with his praise. And so today, I believe God is brought you here on purpose. Man, Somebody, this is here for somebody that maybe is struggling with their faith, maybe feel overwhelmed. Man, God has something for you today. And so we're going to praise God, not just for what he's doing and we can't see him, but praise him for who he is in this season, that he is our God. He goes before us, he stands behind us, he has our back, he saved us, he redeemed us, he set us free on the cross. And so today we're gonna worship, worship him big. And then we have a few songs of worship followed by a way of connecting and then a message of hope, how to praise God in this season. Come on, let's give it up for Jesus. Let's lift him up in this place today. Come on, let's praise him for who he is. Come on church.
1: Come on, he's coming on the clouds. He's coming on the clouds Kings and kingdoms will bow down Every chain will break His broken hearts declare His praise For who can stop the Lord Almighty? Our God is the Lion The Lion of Judah roaring with power and fighting our battles. Every knee will bow before Him. Our God is the Lamb, the Lamb that was slain. For the sins of the world, His blood breaks the chains. Every knee will bow before the Lion and the Lamb. Open up the gates, so open up the gates, make way before the King of kings. The God who comes to save is here to set the captives free, for who can stop the Lord Almighty? He's roaring with power and fighting our battles. Every knee will bow before Him. Our God is the Lamb, the Lamb that was saved. For the sins of the world, His blood breaks the chains. Every knee will bow before the lion and the bow before him come on no one can stop him let's lift it up For who can stop the lord almighty who can stop the lord almighty who can stop the Lord Almighty? No Who can stop the Lord Almighty? No. Who can stop the Lord Almighty? No. Who can stop the Lord Almighty? No. There is no one who can stop the Lord Almighty. Who can stop the Lord? Our God is the Lion, the Lion of Judah. He's roaring with power and fighting our battles. Every knee will bow. bow before the lion and the lamb For every knee will bow before him
2: amen amen well let's take a moment slow our hearts and our minds and souls place. We're inviting him here. He is with us. He loves us. Let's worship our God today.
3: The atmosphere is changed The Spirit of the Lord is here. The evidence is all around that the Spirit of the Lord is here. The atmosphere is changed. Spirit. hearts with your
4: you and we just want to we just want to give you honor and praise this morning. We know your spirit is here with us this morning, with us today. God, we know that that you are in this. And we know that you are not far, that you are not a distant God. You are a personal God. You are a force. You are right here right now. And God, I just want to lift up somebody today, somebody that just needs some hope, somebody that is just 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 just, just distracted by life in general and beaten down. Yeah, we know that 2000 years ago you exchanged you exchanged death for life. And we know today that you were here for people today and you want to exchange fear for hope you want to exchange addictions for freedom god i want to pray for that person today and i don't know who that is only you do god i just know that there is something great for them and that you have a special purpose for them here today so i just want to give you honor and praise and i just pray that the people just experience you in a mighty powerful way that they can't deny and god i just know that they're just going to be blessed by the message that that, that pastor sean is bringing about you god and we just we want to lift up everything that you do, and just everything that you are. And we pray all these things in your holy name. Amen. Man, Real Life, let's give God some praise. Let's give God some honor this morning. Type in hallelujah. Man, just give God everything. Throw some hearts, throw some likes out there. So I want to welcome you to another awesome gathering of Real Life. I'm Barry. I'm just one of the many people that get to serve at Real Life every week. So I just want to thank you for just uh, following along. And I hope you guys just uh, are, are especially blessed this morning. Uh, in this online gathering. If you're new with us, I want you to know that we want you to feel welcome. We believe that you belong here. We believe that God has something great for you today. In fact, real life, can we give everybody that's new with us today, following along, just give us some hearts, give us some lives, just tell them how much we care about them, that we just, we're so excited that they're here with us this morning. If you are new with us, I want to invite you to fill out a digital communication card. And you can do that in two different ways. The first one is you can text RL new to 97000 or if you look in the comment section, there's going to be a link that pops up and you can fill that form out right there. And this is a safe form for you to fill out. And when you turn that in, somebody from our team will reach out to you over the phone and their whole goal is just to make you feel at home and resource you and help you in any way that we possibly can, because we believe that God has something big for you. Again, we believe that he has a radical purpose for you and he loves you and we care about you as well. And so that's all about who we are. That's what our mission here is at Real Life, is to see people far from God discover their real life and purpose in Jesus. And a lot of you might say, you know, Barry, what, you know, what does that mean? Put it another way, It's this. we are a church for people that have never been to church before. You know, they're unchurched. And so we are here for you. We want to bring the hope of Jesus to your guys' life today. And we are excited that you are following along with us. And so I want to encourage you, and I have another uh, special invitation for you for tonight. We have a welcome party that would—it's going to be so cool and so, you know, so chill. It's really organic for you guys to hang out with. And so you may be asking, you know, who, who's this for? And this is for anybody that just is new. Maybe you've got questions, maybe you don't have questions, but maybe you're looking for something better, something different in life. And I believe that God has something for you in that. And, and maybe you can meet God here and we can just encourage you along that path. Maybe you're looking for church home for just any reason. And this is a great welcome party for you to come hang out with as well. And so you'll have an opportunity to hear our story. If you have questions, you can ask us, you can connect with pastor Sean and Diane and that's, uh, that's tonight at six o'clock on a Zoom meeting, and you can uh, you can get signed up for that two different ways. Again, you can text RL welcome to nine seven zero 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 again, There should be a link in the comment section, and you can uh, you can uh, you can check that form there too. And so it's just really organic. It's like hanging out around the kitchen table with your friends and family. And so I really want to encourage you. It is going to be a great time just hanging out with us tonight at six o'clock. So I want to pray with you guys one more time, as Pastor Sean get ready to bring a message called uh, Perspectives on Praise, and let's just pray for God's, just his His uh, His uh, presence for today's gathering. God, we come before you, and we just want, again, we want to give you honor and praise. God, we know that we're not worthy, and you've sacrificed everything just to be with us today, and God, I just pray that we experience your presence in, in a mighty, mighty way today, and God, I just, again, I want to lift up everybody that's on this online gathering today. I, I just pray that they just... Uh, that they slow down and they, they listen for your voice in a time of stress and struggle. And God, we know that you are here if we listen. And God, I, again, I want to lift up just the local churches in our area, whether that's LifeQuest or Open Door. God, I just I pray for the believers that are meeting online. I know it's just an awesome experience just to worship together, and nothing can stop that, whether it's a virus or economic situations. God, you are in this. God, we give all this honor, and we pray all these things in your son's holy name. Amen. Man, real life, I can't wait for just this message today. But before Pastor Sean comes up, here's your opportunity. Start hanging out. Message somebody that you see in the comment section. Find somebody new, somebody you know. Just let them know how much you care about them. Tell them you're glad to see them. Even if you can't see their face, let them know that you're glad to see them today. Come on, give some likes, give some loves, find somebody new that you
0: don't know, say hi, meet somebody, uh, man, somebody below you, below you on the chat, um, whatever, above you, below you. I mean, just have some fun, good a chance to get connected. I want to say welcome one more time to everybody that's joining our community. Uh, some of you guys are joining around the world. How crazy is that, uh, that you're here all around us? and you're just watching and seeing what God is doing. Uh, If you're part of our family here at Real Life, thank you so much for joining with us. I want to say a special thanks to those of you that are new with us, maybe your first time watching this. Man, thanks for watching this. Thanks for getting connected. I believe God has brought you here on purpose today. I want to say a special thanks to those of you um, that have shared our content. Last week, we had a record number of shares. We had 36 people share this video. And it's made a world of difference. Why is it important is because we had over 30 new people connect with us. That means we have over 120 people connecting over the last three weeks here at Real Life. You guys are making a difference. When you guys share this, you're inviting us into your friend network, into your influence, into your family. It's absolutely incredible to see what God is doing. Uh, literally, it's like knocking on your neighbor's door and sharing the gospel. Uh, you're bringing hope to people when you share. So i want just let you know, it means the world to us when you share. I want to say thank you for doing that. Seriously, God is is using it. There's people that have never gone to church uh, that won't show up to a building, but will watch online. Uh, maybe you're one of those people. Thank you for being here today. Also, want to thank you for allowing me to be transparent in this season. Uh, it's absolutely crazy season uh, for everybody. It's tough on everybody. Uh, this season, I'm glad I don't to wear a superhero cape because uh, I feel like we're just swimming and swimming and going crazy. And uh, I know maybe like you, I've got kids at home. They've been locked at home this entire time. They haven't gone anywhere, seen the grandparents, and not going to daycare. And so they are stir crazy. Come on, somebody. They are tearing down the house. We're trying to find ways to burn energy. I know for some of your jobs are over the place. I know for me as a pastor, uh, this church feels like we're going back into launch phase. Uh, it's all uncertain. We're planning, trying to uh, discover the future, where we're going, but God is using this season. So I want to say thank you guys your faithfulness. Thank you you guys for your service, uh, for jumping in and making a difference, for your generosity, uh, for your love, for your encouragement. Some of you have texted me, text our leadership. Um, Just thank you so much for that love for me and Diane, for our leadership for our mission, and for our church. Come on, give some love, man. You guys are making a difference in this season. I know the COVID-19 season has been rough on every single person. Uh, for, for some of us, we've had loss around us. The bills are piling up. And there's one scripture in particular, I wish I would have thought of this scripture earlier, because I believe it's one of those scriptures that needs to be on the forefront of our mind in this season. It's found in Philippians chapter four. And I believe God is going to give us a new perspective today, And so you got to understand the context of Philippians. It's written by a man named Paul. Man, Paul's story, he's a preacher. He's on his way to Rome uh, to preach the gospel to the leadership. That was always his method of bringing the gospel. Instead of going as a preacher, he went as a prisoner. And literally, he was chained to a guard 24-7 under house arrest. Uh, He was awaiting his future, uncertain if he's been executed or set free in that season And you can imagine the discouragement and the angst and maybe the disappointment all going through his mind. And he writes this scripture that's so important for us today as we're under stay-at-home orders, uh, under certain of our future. He says this in Philippians 4, 4. He says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And just like your mama always said twice, right? Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. I mean, how can Paul say this in this season to rejoice in the Lord always? And again, I say rejoice. I mean, he's overwhelmed. You can tell maybe he's going, struggling with his future, struggling with what's happening in a moment of uncertainty and angst and tension that we're all walking through. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. This is one of those verses that looks really cool on the coffee mug. Come on, somebody. Uh, maybe a precious moments, a little statue. Looks good on the fridge when your kid draws it up. Looks good in a, in a greeting card. It's one of those things that's easy to hear, but it's hard to receive. Man, it's, it's easy to say this verse into the one's job that's being put on a furlough. Uh, you're the one that missed your senior year, end of your high school career. It's the one that's pulling from retirement uh, to pay your bills. It's easy to say until that's you in life. And I'm thinking, Paul, like, are you serious? Like, in all circumstances, Like under the coronavirus, like when things aren't working out the way I thought they would, I'm supposed to give praise. I'm supposed to rejoice in all circumstances when my job is being on on the rocks, when my family tensions run high, when there's people in my life that are sick. There's people in life that I've cared about that have passed away in this season. I'm supposed to rejoice. Like this doesn't make any sense. Maybe your kids are making horrible decisions. Uh, maybe you're stressed out with finances. Maybe you don't know if your business is going to move forward. And Paul is telling us to rejoice in all seasons and out of his pain, out of, out of his own tension, out of his own being overwhelmed. He writes this in the same season that we are in when he's under house arrest. We're basically stuck at home. He writes this scripture in Philippians 4.4. 4. He says, rejoice. In the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your dillness be evident among all. I love this part. The Lord is near. He is close enough to whisper to you. He says, do not be anxious about anything, but every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And I love this in the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ. Jesus. Man, how could Paul rejoice in the middle of being in prison? How could he bring a praise to God? How could he still be a preacher and sleep on a prison floor? And today, man, I want to challenge you. It's all about perspective. It's all about your perspective. What is perspective? It's how you see something. Two people can see the same thing and leave with two different perspectives. In this season, I know there's a lot of perspectives on what we should do in this coronavirus season. And I don't know what your perspective is, but it's easy to be negative in this season. It's easy to think, man, what could have been? It's easy to think about what did happen and what should have happened. And it's easy to be negative and complain. And I think of Paul, if he was writing the book of Philippians with a bad perspective, he may have wrote this, in Philippians 1:12, this is the bad perspective version. It's not a real version. I made this version up, uh, but this is something he could have said. He said, now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened, to me really sucks. God let me down, man. I'm overwhelmed with anxiety, depression. I'm hopeless, man, because of all the hell I've been through, man. I'm quitting all God, man. I'm dropping out of my life group. I'm never going back to church, man. I want a missions trip, and now I'm in prison. Come on, somebody. Uh, he, he could have walked away from God, and maybe in this season, you can relate to this, man. It went from bad to worse this last week. I thought like two weeks ago was hard. Man, spring break is over. These kids are crazy. Uh, maybe somebody in your life is no longer there. Maybe things are struggling financially. Maybe Maybe this week has been really tough and you're relating to Paul in this season, can I just encourage you that we are all off script in this season. Nobody anticipated losing their senior year of high school. Nobody anticipated losing their job. Nobody anticipated being sick. Nobody anticipated being in quarantine. I know as a church, we did not anticipate being online only. And in this season, we were all off script, but I can encourage you today that just because we're off script doesn't mean that we're off mission. Come on, somebody. Just because we're off script doesn't mean we're off mission. This is perspective of praise that Paul has. And I'm not trying to downgrade your circumstance or your situation, but Paul in the middle of prison, he writes this in Philippians 1.12, his perspective of praise. He says, now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, man, watch this. This is what happened to me. Man, when he was in prison, when he was in chains, he says it actually served to advance the gospel, man. The gospel has gone out because of these chains. This gospel has gone out because I'm in prison. Can I encourage you today that God is at work in this season of coronavirus? I know you don't feel it in this moment. You got some chains on. You're in prison in your home, but the gospel is going forward. It says, as a result, it's become clear throughout the whole palace guard into everyone else that I'm chains. For Christ. Man, can you believe this? The perspective of praise that Paul has that we're in chains for Christ. Can I encourage you in this season? You may not feel God, you may not see God moving, but God is doing something. We're in a season. For Christ. I Man, think of Paul's perspective. I and mean, those Roman guards didn't know when they arrested him that he was a seed being planted in that season to advance the gospel. They didn't know that God was near to him, that he was in front of him, behind him. He'd never leave him or forsaken. They didn't know they chained him to the most influential people in all of Rome, people connected to the emperor himself. I Man, and God put him in that prison on purpose, and he wasn't chained to those guards. Those guards were chained to him. Can I tell you it's all about perspective? Man, in this season, there's some actual things that God is doing. The kingdom of God is advancing. Our church is grown exponentially online. Uh, just we have over a thousand people every week viewing our content. I know as a whole that 50% of churches in the United States are growing in this season, which is way up from the 15% that we're growing. God is just bringing people in in this season. I know Easter Sunday, the church online network that we're a part of, that we play our platform through, that reallifechurchkc.com slash live, there's about 20,000 churches on there. I know 67,000 people came to Christ on that platform on Easter alone. I'm telling you, hundreds and thousands of people are knowing the name of Jesus because we're being pushed into the 21st century to meet people they're at, which is online. God is using the season. I know for some of us, we value our family differently. We value relationships differently. We value time differently. Uh, We realize we're not in control, but God is in control. I'm telling you, it's all about perspective. Our church is being innovative in this season. Can I remind you, just because we're off script, we're not off mission. We're on mission together. I'd say we're even more on mission than we've ever been as a church, to care for people and bring the gospel out. I'm telling you, we're thanking God for the changes that we're making. We're being innovative in this season and we're serving in the capacity that God has for us in this moment. It's all about perspective. Man, how is it that Paul can rejoice in this season? What you got to realize about Paul, man, this wasn't the first time he was off script. Matter of fact, Paul had been in prison numerous times in the Bible and there's probably more times you don't know about, but in but Paul in Romans or in Acts 16, there's one episode of him being in prison. He was with his uh, with his traveling partner Silas and on a way to go to a prayer meeting. Maybe it's like a life group. They cast out a demon, an evil spirit out of this lady. A riot breaks out. I mean, the religious leaders tried they arrest Paul and Silas, and this is what it says in Acts 16. 22. It says, The crowd joined in on the attack against Paul and Silas, and the magistrates, these religious leaders, ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. Man, I, I think in our lifetime, most of us aren't going to be stripped and beaten physically. I know some of us are stripped, uh, stripped of our pride, maybe stripped uh, of our joy, stripped of our hope. Maybe we're beaten down, discouraged, maybe barely holding on to our faith. And you can imagine Paul and Silas in this moment. They're doing everything that God wants them to do. They're serving him. Man, even cast out a demon. Man, they're doing everything. Thing right, and then all of a sudden, man, they get attacked by this crowd. They get beaten. You can imagine they may have a broken nose, a broken rib. There's, they're bloody. They're thrown into a prison cell. It's cold. It's hard, and they're all by themselves in this cell. You know what they decide to do? It's absolutely crazy what they decide to do in this moment when all hopes seem lost. I when they did their best and it didn't work out, when life wasn't fair, when they're stripped and beaten, they decide to do something crazy in this moment. I mean, they decide to have a worship night. Come on, somebody. They decide to praise Jesus in this storm, possibly the worst night of their life. when the walls are caving in. The rug is being ripped out. You know, I think about my life. There's been one particular season, man, where the rug has been ripped out. There's a season where I was discouraged and there's a lot of voices happening and I was in leadership and then removed from leadership and, and I felt like I lost my ministry, lost my friends, lost my reputation and, and I was really uh, questioning myself and it kind of felt like a real kind of dark pit. And I went to a counselor and he told me, he said, man, you're just thinking about all the wrong stuff. Uh, you, you have the right perspective or the right angle, but the wrong perspective. So you gotta start thinking about all the good stuff in your life. Uh, your wife loves you. Uh, your kids love you. You have your health. You're in a good financial spot. Uh, you're not addicted to any substances. Um, God is with you. And I began to think, man, I, I, am in a, I have more, there's more in my life that I can be thankful for. I'm just focused on the wrong stuff. And today, maybe we need to change our perspective. You know, for some of us, we need to realize, man, that God is in this. Man, that God's put you here on purpose. You can spend some time with your family. I know they might be running around crazy like my kids. Uh, but God put you here in this moment. I know for some of us, we feel like, man, I don't have enough money coming in. Can I just encourage you that if you're bringing in more than $2 a day, you're still wealthier than two-thirds of the world. I know it didn't feel good right now, but God is in this. If you've got clean water, come on. If you've got some food, if you've got some health, if you got one good friend, if you've got a family member that cares about you, can I just remind you of the perspective of praise that we should have in this storm? And I think about Paul, and maybe he leaned over to Silas in the middle of this and said, man, this is no fun. Man, I, I can't believe nothing is going our way, but I'll tell you something, Silas. Man, even though we're off script, man, we're not going to be off mission. Tonight is going to be a worship night. I want you to show you what it says in Acts 16. It says about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and all the other prisoners were listening. Man, can you imagine this? Just the, the midnight hour they begin to sing and praise God. Everybody's listening. Man, you got to understand this. They were singing while they're still in prison. Man, a miracle hadn't happened. They weren't delivered. They were still in chains. They were still behind bars. And they began to praise God in the storm when even there was no sense of God moving. In the hardest season of their life, they were praising Jesus in their darkest moments of defeat and pain. And they're naked. Man, they praised God not for what he was doing because they couldn't see God moving. They didn't. They didn't know the prison doors were going to be open. No, they praised God for who He was in that moment. That even though we can't see Him, we're going to praise Him. They had the faith enough to say, "God's moving behind the scene. I know God's going to do something big." I know in this season you feel like, "Man, you're taking some steps backwards. You're taking some steps. You get up some dreams. Uh, you may feel like that you're losing control." But you know what? In this season, we're called to trust God and rejoice in Him and believe this. This is a spoiler alert for you. Uh, when Paul and Silas began to sing in that prison, all of a sudden an earthquake happened. Uh, the doors of the prison flew open, the chains were loose, and they were set free. And that's why Paul encourages us in Philippians chapter 4, because it was the first time he's been in prison. He begins to say, Rejoice, the Lord, always and again I say, Rejoice. Man, Paul is saying to himself, Man, I'm a retired God put me in prison. Man, I've been here before. And last time I sang in prison, man, the doors came open. God did a miracle when I began to sing. And even though the prison doors are shut, man, my God is with me. He's using this to advance his kingdom, advance his gospel. Man, that guard, he is chained to me. He's here on purpose. God has put in my life so I can share the gospel with him. Can I encourage you that God's put social media in your life so you can share the good news of Jesus? And they chose to praise God. God, even if they were going to be delivered or not delivered in this season. Can I encourage you today to rejoice in God? Man, don't let your praise be contingent on your circumstance. Don't let your circumstance stop you from worshiping Jesus, even if it's your darkest hour. Even if you've had all of your worst nightmares come true, even if things aren't working out. Can I just encourage you to praise Jesus in the storm? You know, I was walking through that dark time and my rub was, my, the rug was ripped out. And I was walking through this season and God did something very special. that only talks to us when we were walking within this closely in the valley. Can I encourage you in this season uh, where we feel like nothing is going our direction, walking in a valley that God is going to speak to you. Because in my season, God began to do something in my life when things weren't working out. I didn't have really any hope of the future and things were just all array. I didn't know who to listen to. God began to speak clear as day in the darkest season. And in that season, God began to birth a vision in my life for real life church. The dream was planted there. A miracle happened in the darkest hour. Can I encourage you in this moment where everything doesn't seem like it's working out, that God may be speaking a vision into your heart. God may be calling you to advance his gospel. God may be calling you to be a better father or mother or son or daughter. That God may be calling you out of the comfortable into the uncomfortable. We're not gonna go back to normal. Normal, normal was not that great. We're gonna do something even better. When we come out of the coronavirus, we're gonna be different in this next season. Can I encourage you that God is gonna call you to your greatest things? Thing in the season of preparation. I, mean, I think about David, how he was in the field tending to the sheep and he had killed a bear and a lion. His brothers were out uh, fighting war and how his dad passed over his son David seven times before he came to David to as king because he didn't realize that David was in a season of preparation. When he killed the bear and the lion, he's being prepared to one day kill Goliath. I believe today is our season of preparation. Now, think about Joseph, how he was betrayed by his brothers and sold into slavery, and what his brothers meant for evil, God meant for good. Now, think about Paul when he's in that prison cell. Then the God, it looks like he's nowhere near, and that we're in this season of defeat and a season of, of giving up and being overwhelmed. No, Paul says, No, I'm going to rejoice because I know this is God is doing something behind the scenes. I don't know what it is, but God is moving. So, I want to encourage you today to rejoice in God in this season. Get some praise in your heart for who God is. I want to encourage you, when does God show up? When is God going to show up in your life? I want you to check this out in Acts 16. It says, at the midnight hour, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them, and suddenly, boom, God shows up. He shows up when? He shows up when they're praising God. Look at this. He says, there was such a violent earthquake, the foundations of the prison were shaking, and at once the prison doors flew open, everyone's chains came loose. Man, God showed up with the game began to praise. Man, I think about this. Man, our darkest hour, God is going to show up. Can you see Paul and Silas? Imagine sitting in this prison cell, man, beaten and bloody. I mean, there's no sign of God's movement at all. It's pitch black. And they Paul leans over to Silas and says, hey, you know what? I think it's about time we sing some songs, Silas. You got some, you got some breath in your lungs, Silas. Like you feeling it a little bit? Because I think God's about to do something in this season. Even though I can't feel him, I know he's doing something. You ready to sing a song of praise to God? I think some prisoners need some hope today. I think some neighbors need some hope. I think some people in our city need to be reminded of who Jesus is. I think we are hands wet and and dirty. I think we should go out there and make a difference. Come on, let's lift a song to Jesus. Come on, Silas, you ready? You got a little breath in your lungs. I know your ribs are broken and we've been beaten, but I think God's going to do something in this season. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe the doors are going to come open, but we're going to praise God in this season. Kind of encourage you that maybe the key that unlocks the miracle in your life today is your praise. The key that unlocks your miracle today maybe is your praise. Maybe God's going to change something in your life. There's a joy that comes from you singing. I may mean, it's been a long time. So you just put your hands there and say, God, I'm going to praise you in this storm. I don't know about you, but I believe some of you guys are to give God some praise today. I know it doesn't feel like God's moving, but he's moving. God's going to do something through this season. I'm telling you, we're going to come out the other side and the mission of God has gone forward. We're going to advance the gospel. God is using this chain of the coronavirus to make a difference. I know it didn't feel worth it at times, but you look at the gospel like, dude, it's totally worth it. People are coming to Christ. Hope is being shared. Families are being changed changed. Man, in this season, God is shaping us from the inside out. Come on, I believe somebody should give some praise to Jesus today. Come on, let's lift it up to him in this season. Let's worship Jesus in this moment. Come on, I know God's gonna do something different in your life when we change our perspective i don't know if god's speaking to you today but i believe god wants us and to focus on him not for what he's doing in this season you may not feel it but for praise god for who he is that he's our dad he is our king man he is our alpha and omega he spoke us into existence and he can be trusted he'll never leave us or forsake us and today even though we're in the prison cell even though it does not feel like god can do a miracle god is going to do something when you praise him today i want to invite you to praise god with me father god We come before you god thank you so much for your praise god that we can just lift you up even though they can take everything around us the retirement accounts they can take our money or job but we can't take our voice and so the day we lift you up in this place. We praise you even though we can't feel you in this moment. God, we just lift you up and we give you the honor and glory. I want to talk to somebody today that's maybe had a bad perspective, somebody that's got a weight they're carrying, a burden that they're carrying, something that they've been just struggling with in this season. Maybe you've been hurting and maybe today you say, you know what, I need a, the perspective of praise today and it changed my attitude. And if that's you, I want to pray for you and invite you, man, to have a perspective of praise today. Father, come before you. God, we realize that we're not in control of this season. You put placed us right here in this moment time time and history for a purpose God you've given us the ability to reach people the gospel even though it's not the way we'd have gone but God you brought us here and so we're going to make the most of it we're going to just make your name famous God we're going to witness to those around us we're going to push the gospel out God you're going to do work in our hearts God made this season about myself I know I've lost some dreams I've lost some things in front of me I mean lost my health but God I have you and that's enough so God I give you some praise Today, God, work in me. Let your spirit draw close to me and change me so I can have a, the best attitude possible, God, so I can lift you up in this season. Man, I want to speak to somebody today that may be thinking, man, these Christians are crazy. Like, I cannot believe they're praising God in this season. Can I encourage you? What drove Paul to have praise in his life is they advanced the gospel, that his chains were in Christ. Man, what is the gospel? The gospel is the good news of Jesus. They set the captives free. They gave sight to the blind, that he delivered the oppressed. Man, the Bible says that God created us to be with him and our sin separates from God. And no matter how much we work at it, our sins cannot be removed by good deeds, but paying the price for sin, Jesus died and rose again for you. And the Bible says that everyone that includes you and me that calls on the name of Jesus will be saved, be made new and transformed. And when life with Jesus starts now and lasts forever, can I encourage you today? If you need Jesus and you say yes to him, he'll forgive you, he'll set you free, he'll make you new. So today, if that's you and you will say yes to him, you will say yes to forgiveness, yes to having a heavenly, Father, in your life, have a relationship with him. If that's you, you pray this prayer with me? Say, Father God, thank you so much for sending your best, sending your son Jesus, that I can have the perspective of praise. i made this life about myself. I realize there's a God that loves me, a God that died for me, the God that gave his best for me. And I want to exchange all of my sin for all of his righteousness today. God, I want to have you in my life. I want to have a father in my life. God, I want to have hope in my life. Thank you so much for sending Jesus. God, you can have my life and I'll follow you. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give it up for all those who came to Christ today. Give it up for those who decided to change their perspective. Come on, let's give Jesus our best in this moment.
2: And that's incredible. If that's you today, welcome to the family of God. It's not the last step, but it's the first step on a journey to follow Jesus. And like Sean shared, there were 60,000 people making decisions to start their journey with Jesus on Easter. You're in great company. It's an incredible time to start Following God. And speaking of what we can do together in following God, I was looking back over our groups this last week and I've been so encouraged. It's actually really cool that you can see starting on March 16th, so the first week that we were online church, since then we've seen a 30% increase in our life groups. That is just awesome. huge. And we actually have seen that some of the goals we set to see 100% of our average adult attendance um, at the beginning of the year connect in groups actually happen. We hit that because you guys so are too. like, you know what, in this season I want to connect, I want to be face to face with the people of God, even if it's through a screen, there's something powerful that happens when we get together, when we're friends on mission, when we are together saying, God, it's your will that we want. It's your kingdom that we're looking for and we're seeking. And so that is so amazing. If you have not connected yet with one of our life groups, our leaders are some of the best people I know. They love you already and they haven't even met you. And it's just an incredible time to get connected to what God is doing in this season. Don't be lonely. Don't do life alone. Get connected to a group. They're 100% on You can find them on our website and you have got to get connected in the season. It's so cool to see what God is doing in our groups and the people that are being reached because of our times together connecting.
0: Yeah, life groups are amazing. That's great. That's awesome that we had so many people connecting in our groups and, um, you know, I believe that's where God uses us the most. Uh, this is where you have somebody that's caring for you and you get to care for other people and you may feel weird jumping into a group i'm telling you like diane said we have some of the best leaders and people in the world that care about people they're literally praying for you you're not even there yet and so absolutely incredible uh so god is bringing the gospel out and uh, people are getting connected and i to say thank you guys that are faithful in groups Uh, But if you're not in a group yet, may I encourage you to be in a group even if you've never been to our church. Hey, maybe you're not even living in our area, just jump into a group, stay connected. And we believe in the capital C Church and we believe God can use you uh, in this season. So I wanna encourage you guys, your generosity is making a difference. Uh, There's a couple things that we've done in this season, uh, this light to highlight. Uh, We brought uh, coffee and uh, was it donuts? Bagels, Bagels. I messed that up. to to the uh, local hospital here in town, uh, just to say, uh, we we just wanna thank you and encourage them and let them know that we're we're behind them and praying for them. Uh, One of the things that we're doing that's coming up that's making a big difference is uh, we are gonna do a community blood drive. Uh, This blood drive, um, if you don't know, there's a critical shortage of blood uh, here in not just our community, but around the United States. And so we partnered with the city of Raymore. Uh, Of course, the Red Cross is putting this on and by donating blood, you can actually save up to three lives by going in and donating your blood takes about uh, one hour to do this uh, it's gonna be on may 12th it's gonna be right here in raymore uh, um, at the the rac the RAC.
2: raymore activity center
0: i guess that's what we roll with it it's in the it's in the uh memorial park and so i'd encourage you guys to get signed up uh, we have 40 slots open and so i'd encourage you we want to fill every one of these slots uh, we want to get after it and so I signed up, uh, I'll be there the very first slot. I took it, so I'll be there. I'll be a little woozy when I see you, but we'll be there. Um, but get signed up, be a part of this. Uh, this is something we can just do. It's real simple to give back, but it's a huge need in our community. And so get signed up today. Uh, you can go to uh, kc.com slash COVID-19. And uh, you'll see that on there. There's awesome, there's awesome other opportunities as well. One, something really cool wanna highlight. Um, we have these Give Hope boxes that uh, have been passed out. We have a couple hundred of these left. We're gonna try to get rid of these this week. So I encourage you to get signed up, but this is what's happening. We bring this to people's doorsteps. We fill it full of, uh, I say goodies, but uh, whatever (laughs) you wanna bless your neighbor with, uh, maybe some toilet paper, some food, uh, nothing that you prepare on your own, but um, just pre-packaged stuff. And you just give it to your neighbor and on here, it gives instructions to fill it up and pass it on. And uh, something cool happened uh, this last week. Uh, Somebody uh, in, in our church passed it out to their neighbors and uh, they passed about 15 of these and then got passed on to somebody else and then one the, that third level down, pass it back to the person who started. And they put a note in there, it was actually really cool. They said, something to make your day brighter. I got this box filled, so I'm refilling it. They didn't know this is the person who started right? It said, in mind, uh, in mind of your family with uh, your new baby, your young boys in mind, man, hold this box bring some sunshine uh, to you all. Man, how cool that is that hope is going out. It's circulating. It's being delivered. Uh, that's the whole point of the box that it just keeps going and going and going. And people are just being encouraged this season. They're not alone. And so, man, if you need a box, get signed up. If you've given some boxes already, give some more boxes. We've got a couple hundred more. We want to get them out and just share the hope of Jesus uh, in this time. Uh, one more thing we're doing, which is really cool. We are gearing up um, for going out to our local nursing homes um and uh singing and uh giving a message about an hour long kind of presentation gospel music Um, it's all been put together this this week and we're gonna try to go out there uh, a couple different times and just bless um the people are really the ones most vulnerable and shut in and uh, just be a blessing to them so man when you give here you're making a difference Uh, none of this stuff is uh, free but uh we love to bless and give back and because you guys generosity we get to do this Uh, we get to do this i know it's a high cost but we have a high calling in this season I want to say thank you to those who stepped up as first-time givers in this season. Some of you guys, I mean, well beyond what would anybody would expect to give and make a difference. Thank you for doing that. I'll invite you if you've never given before. There's never a better time to give than today. And so I want to say thank you for all you guys are doing. There's three ways to give. You Give online at reallifechurchkc.com. You can text any amount to 84321, or you can mail a check-in. You can find the address online. But, man, I appreciate you guys. We're going to worship Jesus one last time. Come on, let's give it up to him. Let's give some praise today. Come on, let's blow open the prison doors. Let's do something big for God. Let him do work in our life. Come on, everybody.
1: Keeper, hide in the darkness, my God, that is who you are, you are here, touching every heart, I worship you, I worship you, you are here. That is who you are. That is who you are. Oh, that is who you are. That.
4: Sean it's really encouraging just to know that we can have a perspective of praise it just changes how we are reacting to a situation that God has something great even if everything seems to be falling apart around us I was reminded of a great quote uh, from a famous pastor his name was Spurgeon and he said this about hope he said hope is like a star that you can't see in the sunshine of prosperity it only is discovered you can only see it in the darkness of adversity of problems man that's so true and I want you guys to know that we do have a hope in the dark and that hope has a name and that name is Jesus so if you need hope for any reason I want to encourage you to text RL Hope to 97000 and we would love to connect with you and give hope away in Jesus name today so don't turn the channel guys we have an awesome opportunity for you guys to follow along at 11 o'clock with Real Life Kids Church man we have an awesome message for them some activities fun songs that they're just going to enjoy they're going to dance or have a great time and you parents too you guys can jump along i've seen some of you guys do it on social media that is great get together with your kids don't miss this opportunity to worship god with them and so i just want to thank you guys for jumping in and following along today on this online gathering and i want to encourage you to always remember that whoever discovers jesus or whoever finds jesus discovers real life and purpose